Alright, so we're going through our testimony series, and I just want to let you guys know, just remember to keep your testimony. My testimony was a little long, got a little long-winded. Here's the thing, your testimony does have an application to an audience um, inside there. So sometimes there's parts of my testimony that I will share because I know it will use to help communicate why I follow Jesus Christ. Um, I can relate because of my testimony experiences. I can I understand the struggles of life. So my whole testimony, we'd be here for years just to hear each part of it. And we don't need that. So remember, your testimony has an application and it breaks down inside of her. It's, and so as you go through and learn that, and learn how to share, just, you don't have to share everything, but you do need to share the key parts and how it ties together. So, as we go through and look at testimony, I do want to do a little backstory on this. Is, what does the word mean? You know, we get into word studies, and as we go through and look at this. And last week we talked about it, we, we kind of used a, we kind of tried to define it ourselves. Uh, one of those things is, you know, it's part of our story, you know, it's testimony. It's part of our story as we go forward. So, that's part of it. You know, how does it, you know, we talk about testimony in a legal sense. You're witnessing. Think about that. Think of the word witnessing. You know, if you see a crime and you're called to give a testimony about that crime in a court of law, you're going to give what you saw and what happened there. Well, that's what we were doing with our testimony with Christ. What did he do in our life? We're a witness for Christ. And so we want to be able to continue to give that witness um, on Christ's behalf. Because God wants to use us for that glory. And it is glorious. So, as we look at the word testimony, we always go through our Bible study. So, as we go through here, one of the first rules of Bible study is... Anyone? Some of you guys know this. You haven't been paying attention. And some of you guys have been brought up here. So, one of the first rules of Bible study is the rule of first mention and last mention. Yeah. Yeah. This is interactive. This is, this is how we engage and learn. So the first, the first, one of the first rules is first mention and last mention. So I'll give you some information. You may want to write it down. You may want to highlight it. The word testimony first appears in Exodus 16.34. So while I'm talking, you might want to get your Bible out and get to Exodus 16. No digital Bibles, paper Bibles only. And then the last mention is Revelation. Revelation 19. What's going to, you know, there's things happening here. So as we look at that, First mentioned in the Bible, the word testimony first appears. And it's actually really cool how this appears, and that's what I'm going to talk about here in a second. And then the last mention, the testimony, and it's mentioned twice in Revelation 19.10. Alright, and then the word testimony and the variations of that word are mentioned 73 times in the Bible. And so, if something's mentioned in the Bible many times 
What does that tell you, Elias? What does it tell you? If something's in the Bible several times, what does it mean? It's important, exactly. So our testimony is important as we go through here. So be aware of that. So another thing that we have to think about as we read our Bible is what's going on. Who is the Bible written for? You know, who is God communicating to? So we're in book of Exodus. Can someone tell me something about Exodus? What's going on in the book of Exodus? Come on. I mean, he's preaching on it. Elizabeth. Okay, what about Egypt? Exactly, yes. So, Pastor Brian's going through right now, you know, his Exodus um, series, and he's going over the ten plagues. He's going through that. Why, you know, so he's going over that in the first ten chapters, why they needed to get out, why Pharaoh wouldn't let them go out. What's another big thing about Egypt? What is Egypt a picture of? All right, Oliver. Close. Close. Anyone else? Bryson? No. No. What does Egypt represent? What is Egypt a picture of? He looks lost. He kind of told us like a million times. Probably. So he looked lost in this world. Yes. So when you think about Egypt, he just gave you the answer. You guys understand? In the world, Egypt is a picture of the world. Yeah, the world. And so, and that's why God was separating his people, you know, the nation of Israel from the world. He wanted separation with them. So that's why. You know, Moses is going back to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh's like, no. And God's like, okay, I'm going to do this. Pharaoh still says no even more. His heart just gets harder and harder. Something that gets keeps on continually gets harder will eventually get shattered under its own weight. It will, it will just get so hard that it won't, be, it won't have any structural integrity, and it will shatter. That's what's going to happen. Sorry. Um, if you're if you're paying attention in this main service, Pharaoh's going to get shattered. His world's going to get shattered because of his hardened heart, and his heart just keeps on getting harder and harder. So okay, so we know Exodus. We know that the nation of Israel is getting ready to leave. What are some other things that happens in the book of Exodus? Don't don't raise your hand all at once, guys. What else? I mean, come on, simple Bible stuff. You guys learned it? I know you guys learned it over there. Everyone but Isabel has been raised in this church. So I know you guys know this. If not, then we have to send you back to Mighty Warriors and we'll have to start all over again. What happens after the plague with Israel? What do they do? What was that? He parts the sea. So that's how they escape from the world and they get that separation. What else? What else happens in the Bible um, in Exodus? There's a lot. They turn against the Lord. They, they, yes, they, they struggle. 
And because of that, what else happens? Because of their struggle in the um What was that, Elias? There are sacrifices. Okay, yeah, that's the 40 years of wandering the wilderness. You know, and then it's just because the older generation, he's let, God's letting them die off, and he's regenerating the nation of Israel. What else happens? I mean, come on. It's the big one. Oliver. Um, Moses gets the Ten Commandments. But exactly. He gets the Ten Commandments. That's, guys, that's the foundation. The nation of Israel leaves Egypt. They wander around in the woods or the desert or both, the wilderness. For you know, And because they're disobedient, God establishes them with rules. Gentlemen in the back. And he establishes them. And so that's what we're seeing here in Exodus 16.34. And so 16, they go through here. They're, they're going through the wilderness. And the nation of Israel is murmuring. They're, they're over here going, I don't like this. I don't like that. They're, they're belly aching. You know, why are we going through there? But we still go through here and we see God provides for them. So they're wandering the wilderness. They're hungry. They're thirsty physically. And spiritually, you know, they're in a, they're in a different part of the world. They're they're walking, they're trying to walk in faith, but they're not being successful. And it's like God's like, I got this. So what does He do? Even though they're struggling and they're murmuring, they're belly aching, God provides. What does He provide? Come on, guys. No, that's the burning bush. That's how God... He, he provides manna from heaven. He provides sustenance. And then he makes water come out of a rock. Yes, but for this part, he is... And this is part of the Lord's Supper. You know, we take the body of Christ as an unleavened piece of bread... You know, and it says right here, and this is actually, I just saw this. Um, I just lost it. It was right there, just, and it actually just popped out that He is the bread of life. He says, I have heard your murmuring, the children of Israel, speaking to them, saying, At evening you shall eat flesh, in the morning you shall be filled with the bread. You shall know that I am the, Lord, I am the Lord your God. So He provides bread for them. You think about it, when we, when we take the Lord's Supper, and part of this testimony of this, is we're not physically eating Christ. It's representative. It's like, I have provided for you back here in Egypt, when you guys were left, you're actually in the wilderness, not Egypt, but left leaving Egypt. You're in the wilderness. I have provided you here, and I'm going to provide for you again through His Son. This is why we observe the Lord's Supper. That's why we do that. That's part of the testimony of the Lord. So as we look at this, in verse 34, uh, volunteer, anyone want to read that for me? Exodus what? 34. 16.34. My apologies. 
This is the first mention of the. Uh, go ahead and read it for me, Oliver. Yeah. To be testimony to be kept. What do you see in that in that in that statement? Testimony. What about it? Okay. Yeah. So what's going on before that? But look at the word testimony. Just the word. What do you see about the word testimony right there? Exactly. It's capitalized. So, based off of English and what we do, what has, what gets capitalized? Proper names and titles. What do we have here? We have the word testimony and it's capitalized. So this is very important. Also, what's really cool about this as you go, we continue to do our word study and testimony, this is the only place in the Bible where the word testimony is capitalized. So those 73 instances inside of here, the word testimony is capitalized. So your homework's going to be on this. So there is some homework. I want you guys to kind of look through, read the story of Exodus 16, and all of it, all 36 verses, we're not going to go take the time to do it today, but look at that. And we're going to come back next time, and we'll talk a little bit more about testimony, and we'll get a little bit more involved with it. But I want you guys to think about this. I want you guys to really just eat on this, mentally eat it, like the nation of Israel is eating manna provided from God. Eat on the spiritual world word that God has provided here, and let's come back and let's talk about what testimony means with a capital title. I think it's very interesting. Um, one thing before we can go through here is we can jump over to Exodus 25. So they're wandering the wilderness and they're going through here. So in Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments are provided for. And if we look at Exodus 25:16, this will help you as you go through and look at what's going on. And it says right here, And thou shalt put into the ark, what are we talking about? The ark of the covenant? What is a covenant? It's a promise. Think of it as a promise. God's made a promise, and inside the ark of the covenant... You're going to put the testimony which I gave thee, which I will give thee. So they're putting God's holy word into the Ark of the Covenant. Start thinking about the testimony. So the testimony is going into the Ark. The testimony is capitalized. And over here it's lowercase. Start thinking about as we look at this. This should be, start going, what's going on? It should start asking, okay, why is it like that? And then over here in verse 21, and thou shalt be put in the mercy seat above upon the ark. And in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. I shall give thee. He's going to give us the testimony that's going to go inside there. 
so I want you guys to kind of come through it, read um, Exodus 16 this next week. Let's come back and let's talk about that a little bit next week. Kind of do a word study, and we'll continue looking at the word testimony and see how this applies to us. So I'm going to stop there, and we're not done. Brandon's going to take a couple minutes, and she's going to share her testimony inside of here. She's going to share how God has used her in her life and what's going on. Oliver, pay attention, please. So I'm going to hand this off, and then let it, you're not going to record it, right? Okay.